Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Maxwell, and we have another edition of Bring the Smoke, man. I have Apostle Christopher Spells in here. We call it He-Man, you know what I'm saying? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't even do that. Don't even do that. Uh, and we got uh, Dr. Kevin You got to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't even do that. We got Dr. We Kevin We not going Swan. that away. We got to start out with edits already. I'm going to start uh -huh. over, man. I want to mm -hmm. get beat up. He yeah. a bully. All right. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Whatever, Negro. This is my that, show. It's staying in there. Let's go, man. Whatever, <laughs> Negro. <laughs> this is my show. I this think he's sipping for real, yo. He got that scissor for real. Hey man, my gun in the car though, cause he too big. I need you to go. I'm gonna get my key. <laughs> man, that's a secret weapon right there. That's a Ricky. They call yeah, it Blade. Yeah, they call yeah. it Blade that one night. He be cut. Hey, nah, man. They call that nigga the funeral preacher cause he be killing people, man. He do who do it, man. They call him the funeral preacher for real. I know they call you a funeral preacher. Killing folks, man. Anyway, y'all know how we do on Marine the Smoke. We ain't editing none of this. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta sign some waivers on this hey, show. Yeah, yeah. So we we just gonna chill with the uh with this in front of us. Yeah, man, okay, I guess right. we can cool. who we want to. No, I don't know. I, well, I be needing it as a towel, got sweat. Yep, anyway. So anyway, we over here bring the smoke, man, and we have a great topic, man. We're going to let Pastor Swan bring us to speed what's going on, man. Tell us about the young man that got shot, man. I mean, going to the wrong address? Yeah, Max. 16-year-old um, kid in Kansas City, Missouri. Name is Ralph Yall. Going to pick up his siblings from, his, from a house, from a neighbor's house. So he goes, he has the right street address, number 115. But he goes to the wrong street. Mm. He goes and knocks on the door, just wanting to get his siblings, and... Uh, this old white guy, Andrew Lester is his name, didn't answer the door. He just pulled out a shotgun and shot him in the head. And then he goes outside and shoots him once again, right there in cold blood. Wow. Miraculously, he did yes. not die. And so, you know, his, his whole thing is he's claiming self-defense that, uh, you know, the stand your ground law. We know about stand your ground spells mm -hmm. from, mm -hmm. from Florida, right? With Trayvon Martin and all that whole situation. And so you see this across the country, man, that people are picking and choosing, man, how they want to shoot folks. Dude, let me tell you the statistics about when you shoot a black person and you're not black. People always wonder why we don't march when black people kill black people, because we already know they're going to jail. Ain't no sense in me marching. They're going to jail. Why well, I'm going to waste my time marching and I know Justice gonna find him. Justice gonna find him if he ain't guilty sometimes. Right. So, this is the thing about the statistics, man. This comes from the FBI website. Because um, I read this stuff all the time. So, if you white or non-black and you shoot a black person and you kill them, there's a 250% chance you're gonna go free. So, you gotta kill 2.5 Negroes before they think you racist. Mm. 2.5. Mm. Stay in your ground. I ain't, first of all, I didn't even know percentages went above 100% until I read these statistics, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. In the stay in your ground state, if you shoot and kill a black person and you're not black, there's a 350% chance that you're going to go free. Mm -hmm. So you got to kill 3.5 black people before they think you racist. Like, what do we do with these statistics? Because if you stay in your ground and a white person break in my house, I mean, you had people going to the wrong house and shooting people in their own house and get off. 
when they different shades. And that's the issue, man. And, and then, you know, across the country, man, you see this happening everywhere. Mm -hmm. People getting shot, man. And normally it's us, yeah. right? And yeah, to your point, man, we don't march um, in situations when it's us. Um, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't speak out against that either, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we need to speak out against it. But in this particular case, you have an older white person shooting a black kid. And this is the thing, you know, Spells uh, and Max, how do we teach our kids, man, how to navigate in this space? Wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I got a son that's, that's 19. He's a, he's a freshman at VCU. If I tell him, you know what, if you get stopped by the police, put your hands up, do all that kind of stuff, he can still get shot. Yeah. I mean, you had it, so many times when they, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, mm -hmm. I think as black men, mm -hmm. you know, we know that when we leave here, it don't matter how many degrees we got, it don't matter what we drive, where we live, when we walk out this door, we three passes in here, but in the street, we still black men. Reverend. Yes, yes. Reverend. And black men are seen completely differently in this society than all other ethnic groups, man. And see, that's why Ford's partnership with the police. I mean, I love everybody, but I'm not doing the basketball tournament because I just love the police. Right. In fact, when I got here, I hated the police. <laughs> if it weren't for, <clears throat> dude, <clears throat> Sheriff Morgan, anytime he introduced me, he always thought I would. He used to hate the police. I'm like, Negro, can you start with something else? Yeah. But, mm -hmm. but I used yeah. to hate the police because get pulled over for no reason all the time. So I had an accident here in Newport News. <clears throat> I was going to get some medicine for my neighbor. Mm -hmm. Some car in front of the car in front of me stopped in the middle of the street, no light within probably, man, a half a mile. Ain't no light. He just stopped in the middle of the street, tried to make them hit him, but I hit the car behind him. Mm -hmm. And so the lady gets out, I'm like, you okay? She, she okay, I'm on the phone. I call my neighbor, hey man, I can't get the medicine to you. Cause this cop pulls up. Why you on your phone starts cussing me out? Because I'm like, dude, it's here in Newport News. So I, um, the, a white lady comes out of nowhere. To this day, I can't tell you what she looked like. You know, sometimes you in shock and you just like, just an angel of a lady came across you. Why are you fussing at him like that? Oh, it's because he black. Blah, 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 blah. It wasn't even his fault. And she kind of diffused the situation. Who knows if she didn't come, what would have happened? I don't know. Right. My neighbor, even though he was sick, he was so scared from me. He asked me where I was and he drove up to the scene. Okay. And after that, that's what kind of birthed the in touch basketball. I used to have anxiety going into the police station because I'd be like, man, am I going to be mad? You know what I'm saying? Am I going to be sad? Am I going to be scared? Like if I see this guy and I remember Chief Myers, he was the one here. I had said it at this forum at the FBI and I told him why I started the in touch basketball because of what happened to me and I wanted to make sure we bridge that gap between the police and the community, he asked me, man, now what date this happened? And I realized, he, I knew that dude gone. Yeah. He didn't ask me name or nothing. Right. What date did this happen? And then I haven't seen the guy, so I'm pretty sure they probably fired him. But what I'm saying is I could have been in an angry state if I would have mm -hmm. said anything wrong, move mm -hmm. wrong, I could have got shot. If that lady didn't come to my rescue, who knows what would have happened? So like, you're right, no matter where you are, you still black. What can we do to make sure we keep our kids safe. I mean, it's hard to keep ourselves safe. It is hard to keep yourself safe, and, that, yeah. and that's part of the problem, right? Yeah. And you look at the news spells, I think part of it is narratives. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Because when you, when you look at the news, the first seven minutes, ten minutes of every newscast is somebody got shot, somebody got killed, and usually it's black people. Yeah, well, it's systemic racism. And when you look at it from that standpoint, that vantage point, 
we, we are made in any genre to look bad. Reverend. And so the, the worse you look and the more visible uh, degradation is in your community, the less valuable you are globally, period. Mm, right. I mean, no matter where you wow. go, you know, some of my members and my brother, retired Lieutenant Colonel in the Air Force, overseas, we can't be intelligent because of the narrative that's been perpetuated on the internet and every place else. So if they see us in a luxurious place, a luxurious hotel, the first thing they say, even here with me, they ask me, if I move into a neighborhood, we, we know who you are. I'm like, who am I? They say, well, we, someone said you play for the Redskins. I said, I wish I did. Right. We can't be intelligent. Uh, we can't just be in shape. Uh, we just can't live uh, a life that is becoming what God would have for us without being a ball player, without getting a break, singing or dancing, and not deep, you know, speaking little of people who have gifts and talents in artistic or, or athletic field. But we are, you know, those are set aside. Right. But the common value for African American or black man on a day to day basis, look, look at what they do. Right now, if you look at the algorithms on Facebook, you and I will get banned, blocked, or our viewers will be minimized for talking about things like, well, maybe we should teach our children how, how to have preventative uh, uh, children so that our babies will stop having babies instead of rushing into abortion. Maybe we should take that, talk to them about being preventive about these things. Okay, but what'll happen, they'll ban us from that, but then if we post our sister beating our other little sister upside the head at the bus stop, they will blast it. We don't even have to sponsor it, but they'll let it run like wildfire. And, and it's the way that we've been perpetuating. It's systemic. Dude. It's it is systemic. systemic. And, yeah. and, it's, and it's two parts to it. It's, it's the part of what they are doing to us. Yes. Right? And then it's the other part we don't like to talk about. Oh, yeah. What we do to ourselves. Definitely. Because some of it we have ingested and now we perpetuate it. Definitely. Right? Definitely. So if you go back to the mm -hmm. narratives, though, mm -hmm. think about the narratives of, like, for example, last week, Connor Sturgeon, people might not know who he was. He was the, he was the white guy that went into Louisville Bank and shot up and killed five people and wounded mm -hmm. all others. Mm -hmm. The first thing that the media did when, when a white person normally is the, is, the, is the one that does it, is they'll paint a, a more softer picture. Definitely. Reverend. Of, yeah. of the individual. Definitely. Yeah. Right? right? So alone, it was mental basically. health. And then they said, you know, he played football and he was a star mm -hmm. athlete. And so he suffered concussions. Yes. Right? Because they want to soften the blow when it's a white person. Mm -hmm. When it's a black person, uh, even with George Floyd, mm -hmm. they want to go into his history. Yes. They want to look at the fact uh, he, he was on drugs or he did X, Y, and Z. So already what they're trying to do subliminally is paint a picture in your mind that the person of color was deserving yes, of whatever happened to mm -hmm. them. Yeah, definitely. It was their fault. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and for those who are not around us, who don't see us <coughs> in another light, mm -hmm. that's all people see of us. Then that's all they're going to go by. Man. Yeah. Do you know what else too? remember when New Orleans flooded? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you see black people getting bread or something. They'd be like black people looting for mm -hmm. bread. Mm -hmm. But then <clears throat> you see white people getting it. They said they found bread. Right. You understand? So, yeah. same situation, same place, yeah. yet the picture that they paint. Dude, they, they put an explicit label on the last podcast we did, when I, well, the one I did with Antipas Harris, 
as if it was violent when we talked about critical race theory. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to do it now because we said it. You know what I'm saying? We talked about critical race theory and how it was a theory and not that's not black history. Correct. They put the explicit label. No violence was in there. Nobody got killed. We just talked about that. They put the explicit label on Dr. Adjanon Tart's post. He didn't talk about white people at all. He just talked about how black people need to have healthy families. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So anytime you start talking about positivity, like you're saying, mm-hmm. they begin to block it. Now they talk about TikTok and how they put a negative image of us. They just saying it because they put negative image of black people and white people. Mm-hmm. And they want to ban TikTok because of their algorithm, because they ain't just making the Negro look bad. They're making white folk look bad, too. So whenever they look bad, it's a problem. Just say no when it's crack. We need to get some help when it's opioids. No question. But one thing I believe that hurt us a lot is whenever we come up, boom, they bombed Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you don't want to be with us. They blow it up. You can't tell me that the Black Panthers were violent. They just made sure they were armed because if you did them wrong, they do you back. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Correct. How many after school programs did the Black Panthers have? They had after school programs. They fed them. They took that away. Correct. You know, Fred Hampton, he came after Bobby Seals and, and who was the other guy? He came after them. But Fred Hampton, he was so prolific in his leadership. He had the KKK. And black people working together. They killed him. Why? Because he was telling them how the police was the ones perpetuating them in the neighborhood to make sure they kept everybody arrested. He was like, it don't, it don't matter if you black or white. It matters about your economic status. Mm-hmm. So you look at stop signs, yield signs. You know what they made about people in prison? Mm-hmm. But because they keep racism going, black people and white people should be saying, hey, why we ain't making this money off this? Why they making this stuff and we not even making money, but they had this modern day slavery going on. So it's not all about just about the race itself. It's also about the economic status that you on. And they always try to keep their finger and thumb on you to keep you in your place. And one of the worst, one of the best ways to do it is to make sure black people keep fighting each other. Of course. And black people fight white people and so on and so on and so on. Yeah, and so I have talked to a lot of older people, Max. They have told me once integration ended, a lot of things changed in our community. Because what we're describing at this table has always happened to us in this country. So that's what you're saying, once segregation ended. Yes, I'm sorry, when segregation ended. Okay, all right. When integration came in. Definitely. A lot of the things of which were taught by us, for us, certainly started to go away. Certainly. We wanted to assimilate. And, and, you know, there's a story, since this is passes, you know, there's a story in in Sammy where God is mad at the people. Why is he mad at the people? Because he's saying, I'm upset because y'all want to be like them. There we go. And and, and, and And, that's influence. Correct. Influence is more powerful than money. Correct. Influence controls money. And so when we came out of segregation, then they, uh, we talk about demasculation of us, who we are as African-American men, then our uniqueness had to be submitted to a culture in which we were celebrated for acting like people that we originally weren't and taking on their ways. Correct. You see what I'm saying? If you, if you look at it through, and a lot of times we don't talk about the effects, Max, of slavery that are still here. Correct. You see what I'm saying? Mentality-wise. The mentality. Yeah, the mentality of, because if this is the, this is the deal, and you know this in any breeding, 
right? Of Reverend. any 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 style. When 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 the spirit of a DNA of a man has been broken, then it has to be mentally and spiritually. That's the blood. You know Reverend. what I'm saying? We got to come back and get this thing redeemed. Right. But when we we as pastors, what is our role? To teach the word and be uncompromised. But let's flip this. Now when pastors preach the uncompromised word of God, they'd stay in a storefront church because a lot of people can't handle the truth. And so people come to what they like. And so they're church shopping. They're not shopping for God. They're shopping for likeness. Of course. You see what I'm saying? So they're not coming to say, where can I get the truth? Where can I get corrected? Where can I learn perfect form in lifting this word? They're going for some place that who can assist me in comfort? And comfort in anything is causing you to be stagnant in everything. And so they just keep pitching stuff. So they got three of us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we've got the brothers over here that are filming us, and they're saying, we're looking for a leader. We're looking for someone to take us to the next dimension. All of us on the same page, we're going to do this for our community. Then in, in, in hindsight, what they're going to say, if these three brothers keep coming together. They keep having revivals together. They keep having leadership conferences together. They keep having business symposiums together. They keep feeding the people. Then we have other people with systemic racism will say, well, let me see if I can pick Swan out. Because some of these things, we come, we give you grant, we give you funding, we give you this, we give you that. But what we're going to need for you to do is represent this because what they're going to do, see, um, applause is the first um, uh, uh, sedative to get you hooked on something outside of then the truth. Right. And so then when they applaud you, then they give you a position. Then they give you the influence. And before you know it, you're part of something that's controlling you that you didn't even understand. Correct. You see what I'm wow. saying? Correct. And so Max and I are saying, well, what's going on over here? But, but by that time, guess what they're going to do? They're going to give you the camera. They're going to give you news. They're going right. to give you everything. Right. Then our agenda is going to start slowing down Dude. because we've been pushed Dude. out of the will of God. Dude, let me touch on two things you just said. First of all, the DNA. A good way in Virginia where slavery started. Right. They bred people in order to make them subservient. So Certainly. if you were subservient, they breed you together. And I know we say this word, mother effer. <laughs> right? That's definitely something that happened. They would actually have sons having sex with their mothers. Certainly. To breed slaves. Certainly. So when you say somebody a mother, you actually were saying something that's in your history. That's it. Inbreeding. Right. Well, son. Inbreeding. Actually, got his mama pregnant. Definitely. Because they breeded them. Yeah. Right, to and be what's the cycle? The mental right. cycle of and this. And so then they say, hey, you know what? Willie Lynch said, y'all killing y'all slaves too much. Hold on, hold on now. You you, you, you killing your property. Yeah. No, no, that what you do. You put the light skin against the dark skin. Definitely. You put the old against the young. You put, you the, put Baptist, the field Negro against You put against the Baptist the, against the, right. the, the holiness. You put exactly. the holiness against the church right. of God in Christ. And you, you put, right. Before you know right. it. Exactly, because you keep you magnify their differences to there make them separate, go. and then they'll love, they'll hate themselves, but they'll love you more than they love Certainly themselves. Certainly they will. And he said they keep you in control for 400 years. 400 years later, we're still doing the same thing because it's psychological, it's systemic, just like yes. you said. Yes, It is systemic, but going back to what I said, and I agree 100%. Go with ahead, what you man, said. you're the man. The, if you look at the history, though, again, I go back, ever since we got here, mm-hmm. their plan and strategy has never changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Right, they're consistent. So then you got to start asking yourself: When did we start doing it to ourselves? Right, because they have always done this to us. Right, but we didn't always respond like this. No, we didn't. Right, but if you look recently over the last forty, fifty years, now you're seeing more of us doing it to ourselves. 
this is where I think the faith community can take a greater stand in addressing how we see ourselves. Definitely. Right? The narrative of, we hear the narratives outside in the world about how we are valued. There has to be a place where there's a different narrative being spoken, mm. right? And, and there's no other place for the black person than the faith community. That's it. That's where we survived all this stuff. That's it. Jim Crow, Reconstruction, uh, segregate, all the stuff. But now in this generation, the church is no longer valued the same within our own community, right? So if our families aren't going to a place where a, a different narrative can be heard about who I am, then where am I gonna go to hear the truth about who I am, right? And so it used to be that there was a triangle in our community. There was, there was the church, there was family, and then there were schools, right? Everybody working together. Now, I know y'all are probably, y'all are younger than me, but I know that when I was young and a teacher called my house. Yes. It was death in my house for me. Oh man, yeah. That's why I sit by the yeah. phone. I'm answering right? this. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. by the phone the whole time. My <laughs> parents used to tell me, you better not ever have a teacher call. You better know it. Right? Because, yeah. you know why? Because th this was the village. Yeah, right? yeah. This yeah. was the village, yeah. right? Teachers and, and families and church all working together to raise our kids. Now, we've lost that village. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They, they took the village every time. The Black Panthers, they take the village. They, they, they take the, they end up, they, 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 they'd rather put a black woman in a position of power, not saying I'm knocking out black women, but they always try to get them a better job than a black man because what they want to do is break up the families. When they give you Section 8, they make sure that you can't have that man over there because that man Correct. over there, you lose his voucher. Everything is designed to tear the black family apart 100%. and outside the man. That's why you see the, the men that, that ain't, that, you know, the little him downstairs trying to be funny, the, the little soft men, they, they promote that better because they want to, what you call it, demasculate or whatever. Well, well let's, let's, let's look at that. Let's look at that now because wh where are we as the pastors concerning that and where are we standing? That's, that's what I I'm know, saying. I know, I got to go back. Where, where are we standing? Where are we standing? Because how are we going to let a people, when God has called us, or we didn't choose this, God chose us for this. Correct. I mean, any proficient pastor, and this I think people fail to realize, who has the capacity to learn, and all of us have been educated several degrees, we can go in any career field. Let's say, let's go north of Grumman. Do you know uh, their number one choice of supervisor in north of Grumman? Pastors. You wanna know why? Uh, people who are, uh, are educators, who learn, and people with uh, uh, people skills, and people who know how to deal with mass people um, who always have issues. Right. You see what I'm saying? Which tells me, well, goodness, even the secular world are recognizing our value more than the church that we're praying for at times every day. Right. And so if, if, if I would say, Swan, you know about DC or DMV, can you, can, uh, I wanna see, listen, can I hire you to drive me up there? Right, if, if I hire you to drive me and I start giving you instructions, mm -hmm. right, then I'm already breaking your train of thought and how to get us there. Mm -hmm. And what happens a lot of times when God gives us things, um, what we find that there's protection and knowledge and the word of God being held true. And people, the first thing people say, well, pastors aren't perfect. Hello, announcement. 
Let me do it on behalf of all of us. <laughs> we ain't. Period. That's but 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 the word of God is. And so you're not looking for a perfect pastor. You're looking for a pastor that recognizes he's not perfect and, and re redirects us to the word of God and then gives us the ability to go by by in the blood by which we can, all can be healed and maintain the standard. And so if you look at globally what they do, why does this man feel that he can come out and shoot a black boy down and then come out of his house and shoot him again? Why? Because he does not fear the repercussion of the government, nor does he think that we are unified enough to hold the government to a standard because our very own standard has been broken. 100%. But I want to hold on. Let me throw this at you like this, because I because you very balanced. So this is what I want to do, because I know you're going to say something. I, I got to put this out there so you can bring it all together because you're very good at this. As a black man and as a black pastor, how do you balance being black? And pastoring, because you look out there, you know, we gonna have some white people, you gonna have some expanded people. Sometimes it's gonna be mixed. So I mean, I remember I tried to go on sabbatical in 2020 when this pandemic or 2021, whenever the thing with the um, George Floyd happened. I was on sabbatical and I had to come out because there's no way I could not preach after that dude had got had the he had, George Floyd had been murdered so senselessly with a man not even having any type of remorse with his knee on his neck for eight minutes, right? right. So then I, I preached a sermon, America won't let me rest. Because mm -hmm. I was trying to rest, but I could not rest because my people had just had an injustice. Then as a black pastor, I knew I had to bring the chief, the sheriff, the senators, the governor, to bring them together to make sure that we didn't have any riots here. We had riots everywhere else. We didn't have it here. Sheriff Morgan reminded me of that because I pulled it together to make sure the young people saw we were doing something. They had stuff in Hampton. They had stuff in Norfolk. They had some in Yorktown. But we didn't have anything in Newport News because we brought everybody together to make sure they understood we were doing something. But sometimes as a black pastor, you want to speak to the issues. But then sometimes in the back of your mind, well, with me, when I see white people out there, it's like, how do I soften this? What do I do or do I just not care? How do you balance being a black pastor as a Christian? Because people say you're supposed to be Christian first. But I look at Moses. Moses said he's an Israelite. When the Israelite was being beaten by the Egyptian, he killed the Egyptian. Not saying I'm going to go out there and kill white people. But what I'm saying is, you know, how do you balance that, man? Help me. Help me, man. Well, first of all, a lot of people who come to church don't come to church looking at life through a faith lens first. Mm -hmm. mm. Most people come to church looking through another type of lens first. Race, political affiliation, all the other stuff. Isn't that amazing? Right? Yeah. Our job is to point them back to the faith mm -hmm. of Scripture. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican. It really doesn't matter if you're black or white. When you come here, my job is to preach the truth, and if it lands on your street, it lands on your street. Right? Mm. Now, some people aren't comfortable with the truth. Wow. But that's not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Reverend. Good. Yeah. Now, the reason why a lot of pastors don't like to take these positions, and let's just be honest, because there are a lot of people in our pews that don't want to hear this type of truth, mm. and they walk away. And in turn, when they walk away, what happens? The money walks away. There we go. <laughs> and so a lot of pastors feel like that they have to preach what makes people comfortable so that they will come back, so that they will continue to give, so that the doors of the church can stay open. So who's the God of the church? Oh. Reverend. Oh, In that case? Yes. It's not the God of the Bible. It's not the God of the Bible. So, 
So that, that, let me give you an example. That's, that's where we are. Let me give you an example. Ooh, so, I, you know, I, and it's not just race. No. In the church, yeah. it's generational too. Yes. Right? So yes. what happens a lot of times in church, we'll placate to the people that give the most. Yes. Ooh, reverend. Yes. So if you do that, that's normally your older generation. Yes. And now you wonder why ain't no young kids in the church. There you go. There you go. Right? Because yeah. you're preaching to the people that you know are going to give, but then you're cutting off your future. Yeah. Reverend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you don't want to speak to that generation. Because yeah. gen no generation ever sees God the same way. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. So in our church, we have a multi-generational congregation. You better yeah. help me. Yeah, yeah, Reverend. yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why he said on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he's intergenerational. He you, better, yeah. you can't have a movement unless it's intergenerational. That's why King, when they got the old folk to do this, the middle class, ah, oh, man, the young people yeah. do that. Yeah. You, Nico, got you better preach, yeah. Reverend. Yeah. You got it. Preach, Reverend. Yeah. And yeah. so if you only preach one way, yeah. you're going to cut off three generations. Reverend. There you go. Three. Get out of here, Reverend. And, and, and you have money, but you ain't got nobody else. This is Reverend. the challenge. This is the challenge. This is the challenge in generational. And, and the thing I told them, if you want to look at it, you know, I, when I went to prom, we were playing Guy Aaron Hall and Key Sweat. Right. If you listen to the sound now, none of that's going to be played. No. Reverend. And so the sound of the church changes, and that's okay. But the integrity of the church has to remain the same. So a lot of times, for the sake of being multi-generational, we begin to dilute standard. And we have to teach to the old and to the new, but we have to hold the standard. It's not how you do church, it's how you remain in standard. And a lot of people, you know, these days, like say, when I started my church, um, and a lot of times when you, when you become, when, you, when you're hired at a church or you start a church or whatever, um, a lot of times you take on the spirit of what preexisted and you're working your way into the call that God has for you. Or sometimes you're trying to get away, like in my case, from the things that uh, were done wrong and that you're trying to establish something right. But when it comes to just cross pollinizing and being able to love on each other as clergy and say, hey, bro, I think you could have done that little brother. Hey, I'm seeing the direction of your ministry. You know, everything's going well, but you may want to consider installing this because you become a little top heavy with youth. Right. And uh, uh, the, remember the wave? Everybody wanted the youth. Mm -hmm. And so everybody made their church like Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Uh, the, the teen center was everything. We got rides and donkeys and everything, yeah. you know. And so we went there. And for the sake, now the elder people are feeling left out. Correct. And we're like, well, look, we got to cater to the youth. And the other folks saying, well, I'm getting up in age. I'm, there's no, you know, I'm 70 now. There's no rocket science. So I live to see 100. God bless. I'm thinking maybe 85. I'd be really blessed. Let's look <laughs> at this. Where can I go in transition? But a lot of what they carry and embody, we need. And we need 100%. to pass on. See, see listen, we, the church has to, I, I look at McDonald's as the model. Yeah. Max, if you ever go to McDonald's, McDonald's is always going to be a burgers and fries joint. Yep. Forever. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. Yep, always. Pickle sesame seed bun, right? That's, that's it. That's, that's McDonald's always. Golden Arches, what do you think about McDonald's? McAdee's. Right? You think French fries, right? That's their, that's their calling card. Have you been in there lately? <laughs> Have you seen their menu lately? They got frappuccinos. They got frappuccinos. They got salads. They got 
What, so what McDonald's decided to do to survive, I'm going to still offer what I've always been offering, who I am, right? But I'm going to add some stuff to the menu mm -hmm. for other people to also feel like they have a place here. Yes. And what the church has decided is we just going to be a burgers and fries joint, and that's all we going to be. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like that, yes. don't come. Yes. And what this generation has said, we ain't coming. But look at this, though. It's funny how you use McDonald's. But then, I love that. Let's go, let's go to uh, Hardee's. Hardee's tried to get away from coffee. Mm -hmm. And they tried to just do their donuts. But they forgot they were dunking donuts. Right. And so when they tried to do all this other stuff and left the coffee out and then pushed the coffee, they almost went out of business. Right. When they brought the coffee back, dude, they were buying the coffee to dunk the donuts. The whole reason they there was for the coffee. <laughs> they weren't there for the donut. It was just an extra thing. Uh -huh. So you still got to stay true yeah. to your standard. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. still got to stay true to your mantra of your faith, the substratum of your faith. Yeah. But you still got to right, add on stuff. And see, we try to stay the same. See, the reason why Moses didn't go to the promised land well, because he kept cussing God out because he did. When Moses, God first told Moses, hey, he said, strike the rock and get water. Mm -hmm. He struck the rock and water came out. The next time he told Moses, hey, pray to the rock. But Moses was so irritated, he struck the rock. God let water come out. But he had told him to pray to the rock. And God said, you ain't going. Why? Because you keep trying to function today on yesterday's word. Right. When you try to function the same way you function, we ain't got to sit up here and try to march every time. We got flipping social media. Right. We got bring the smoke. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We can put out stuff. We got preachers Definitely. that can come on Definitely. Tuesday nights, say what they need to do, preach to a topic and put it out around the world. Yeah. You, know, you can go march just to, you know, get mm -hmm. some attention, but mm -hmm. it's so many different ways you can do it. Mm -hmm. But the church keeps trying to do the same thing. It was funny. This church in Atlanta tried to get me to come to their church to pastor. You know, I love Atlanta. So you, you throw a carrot for Atlanta, you know, you know. Let me draw as long as you match it. I'm staying. But uh, no, I was playing. <laughs> but but seriously, they 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 wanted me to come there. But I asked them, well, what happened to the last pastor? And they said, well, he went to another church. And so now we getting rid of all these cameras. We getting rid of all this social media stuff he got. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he probably was he fighting y'all for social media? Right. They said, yeah. I said, so you mean to tell me in the midst of a pandemic, when you can only have a few people in church at a time? Y'all was fighting him for social media, and now you're going to get rid of the cameras? Y'all going to die. Right. You don't make no sense. You're going to die. You're you going to die. You trying to function in a pandemic society where some people never going to come back to church. You still had a limit on how many people you could have in church if you obeyed the government. Not I. But at the end of the day, what are you trying to say? Mm -hmm. You you yeah. telling me you're not going to change in order to bring people in. You're going to die anyway. You are. Yeah. So like you said, you, you got to meet the young people. The young people, you, you got to learn how to, like when you look at the money piece, young people ain't going to never tie, but they'll give to a cause. They will. Mm -hmm. If you got a call, tell them what it yeah. is, they'll yeah. give. Old yeah. people going to always stay the same. But I mean, the way y'all, man, y'all good, man. I'm just be quiet. I'm just going to listen to y'all. It's, it's, it's about the church is, has to be about people finding their space. Because yeah. whenever you bring young people in, the old folks get scared. Yes, right? yes. But you Why don't have to scared? be scared. Why do they get scared? Because they, they, they think they're going to get pushed out, right? They think you bring in all these new people, and now there's no more space Wait, for right, me. You're a smart guy. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> but there is space. You know why? Because you do it. You yeah. have senior trips, and that's what we yeah. do. Yeah. We got senior. Y'all yeah. go somewhere. Get on yeah. the bus and go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. If everybody feels like there is a space, just like what we're doing right here, mm -hmm. there's room at the table for everybody. Mm -hmm. 
That's the role for us now, mm-hmm. right? And, and you add to that, how do you define a member now? Because mm-hmm. to your point with social media, a person can sit at home and watch you, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and me. <laughs> I had somebody tell me one time, um, said, Pastor, I just want you to know you one of the 10 passes I watch on Sunday. <laughs> and so my initial reaction, I don't know how to respond to that. Because now, the question for passes that we have to wrestle with is, why should I even come through your door? Yeah, certainly, mm-hmm. certainly. Because I don't have to. It can't be just for preaching. Because I can watch a sermon anywhere. Yeah. And it can't be just for music, because I can watch that anywhere too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we have to think about is what really now in this generation with social media makes a person want to connect I know, man. with me. Well, well, well the go biggest ahead. thing is, first, I, I can't go, I got to back up with you to them golden arches. Yeah. McDowell's, you know. man. McDowell's. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, McDowell's. <laughs> McDowell's, yeah. Because they... Um, which started as a was as a hot dog stand, mm-hmm. but one thing about them, those those arches never going to change. They never going to change. And we can we can we can if you would, in typology, just if from our perspective that would be the cross. You understand that yes, when we see that we know where we are, the yes, steeple, sir. we know where to come, and so they're going to have that. That Big Mac, they're gonna have that cutie pie, that quarter pounder. You know, they're gonna have those fries, and and when they're hot and salty, they're right. That's standard. And so, that's never gonna change. No. Now they'll add stuff to it. I mean, they'll throw that McDLT back on the menu. They'll come with that McRib, and them cats will come back. Well, what we're talking about that the standard is the same. We're talking about the the mind. And the source is the same. And we're talking about a conglomerate of people being able to come to a place and get what they need. And now, because they understand the spirit of the place, even if they're a McRib or McDLT type of person, they know if they got to come and they get something off else off of the menu, they're supporting a place that their standards are holistically what, what is causing the company or the ministry to thrive. And I think a lot of times, like you said, in the older, we want to hold on to those arches. Um, but what we need to do is understand, in as, as every generation comes with a spirit and a purpose, and that's to extend the word and fulfill the prophecy. So when they come, no, we don't want to, you know, uproot, because a lot, when we got out of singing hymns, or we left choirs, we went strictly to praise teams. I think a lot of times what we forgot was a lot of people were saying staying saved by being on the choir. Correct. So in that, that goes back to generations. Yes. Because every generation experiences God differently. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. So you go to civil rights. Civil rights was more about Moses, liberation. Right. We live in an era where black man's been in the White House already. It's a different experience with God and the way you know is different is in the music yes because every generation has a different sound right and now we got to figure out how do we 
have on a Sunday morning enough sound to hit everybody in the room. That's, that, that is something. Because, you, you, because the older folk want the hymns. Yes, yes. The younger folks want Kirk or, is, or, or a Maverick City. Or they want somebody else. And we can't get it all every Sunday. You can. So because the arch is up, because across the, you know, you're going to get it during the course of uh, our, the evolution of the church. And, and, and we're going to grow. But it's nothing like a church that ain't singing. We, we know that, you know, praise teams, you know, want to sing Maverick or whatever. It's not necessarily guaranteeing it's going to be a move of God like that, right? But you get a sister that don't know how to do the runs and everything, that on the right Sunday, cuts that hymn, and it rocks the whole house. Exactly right. And it introduces, and I think the old generation and the new generation need to understand how to yield to the cross, yield to God, so that we can hear what each other have to offer. And you got to be in the generation like he was saying. Um, but the thing about David, David was killing everybody. Mm -hmm. But then he got old, because one day, he was remember he was fighting? He got thirsty. I need some water. Dude, you need some water. So they went and got him some water in the middle of the battle. They fighting to go get his joke some water. He drinks the water in the middle of the battle. And then after that was over, they had a sit down. They had a, 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 a intervention with David. Hey, look, David, look, you done killed your 10,000. It's time for you to sit down. We need your wisdom. Mm -hmm. We don't need you on the front line there you no go. more. We need your you wisdom. Go. And they sat David down and had an intervention. They don't show all that in the Bible, but they did say, dude, we just need your wisdom. We need you to lead us and talk to us. We don't need you on the battlefield no more. They sat David down, mm -hmm. even though he had been killing. Sometimes we need to let our older people know you don't have to go out and be on the front lines anymore. Now it's your time to be Naomi so you can teach Ruth. Now it's your time to be molded Definitely. so you can teach the Caleb's and the Joshua's. Now it's time for you, for people to glean off your wisdom. You need to sit on the front porch and we just come listen to you. You don't need to go out there and march. You don't need to go out there and clean the sanctuary anymore. Your position is still valuable. It's just the vantage point from where you're teaching and the way you serve God has changed. 100%. You know? I, I love what, what you said, though, um, just about the generations and when you spoke to Lacing, you're one of the 10 pastors. Well, you're one of the 10. We're one of the 20, 30. Wow. I'm one of the five, man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, don't put me in a big three. number. You yeah, yeah, let's do that. Don't say, go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, just yeah, go yeah. ahead. So, so, so. <laughs> Try to put me in a low tier. Yeah. But, <laughs> No, no, no. I'm just messing no, with you, no, man. No, I don't no. care, man. I know, yeah. yeah. You own the company. <laughs> but uh, because there's no family devotion. Ooh. Right. You see what I'm saying? It, the, the most dominant voice in the house should be the father. It should be. Reverend. So watch this spell. Mm hmm. Y'all flipping it what on. What we should be doing is black pastors mm -hmm. is offering something for men. Yes. That's it. But when you look at most churches in the black community, <laughs> They're predominantly female. Oh, definitely. In any community, to be honest. Definitely, definitely, right. definitely. Um, you, 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 you're touching on a, a word well, that's, all, that's let, a curse. Let's, let's take up for us for a minute, though, just a little bit. I mean, the, the women, the one went to the tomb. I mean, from the beginning of the time, it was the women, but definitely, we definitely got to get the men back. Well, I ain't well, trying to negate it. We well, definitely got to get them back. You, you know, that's, a, that's another thing. A young man's not going to submit to another man unless he sees his father do it. But that's but see the reason why I say men is not just from a hierarchy perspective. Mm -hmm. It's a narrative perspective. Yeah. Uh huh. If and this is why the black church is unique, because historically, the church was the only place where the slave owners didn't mess with us. Which means that whatever I was dealing with out there, when 
when I get here, I can have my own space, my own opportunity. You, you, you bring that to today. If the only narratives I hear out in the world are I'm a thug and I'm a kill and the only way I can be somebody is to be an entertainer or an athlete, we have the opportunity to change that narrative when they come to us. Yes, yes. We, that's what I think is one of the last things that we as black pastors can bring back to the church is recreating narratives that don't match what it looks like in the world. Mm -hmm. Man, go ahead and put your, cause I know we do men on Monday, but you do, you do a big men's thing. You do the locker room or the- Yeah, we, you know, we do man up Mondays. Man up Mondays. Um, we call it the locker room. You know, what's said in the locker room stays there. What I have found is that when men find, you know, it's this, it's, it's a fallacy to think that men don't want to open up. They do. Men just don't have safe spaces to do it. No. What time y'all have y'all's on Monday? Cause we do ours on Monday. We might come to y'all one time. We do it at seven. It's uh, fourth. It's fourth Mondays. Fourth so I'll Mondays. let you know the next one. All right. So yeah, fourth Monday we gonna be there, man. We crashing the party. Come man. on, man. Let's link up. I think we got. Or we can do one together. Yeah, we got men's prayer let's breakfast go. on May the sixth. Yeah, we ought to come. Let's do it together. Let's go. But question. Make sure I'm being time. What do you think the percentage is of black men that attend church? In general. In general, in Christian households. Oh, we're gonna be in Florida on May sixth. Well, we got you next time. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that I don't know. You don't I know. know when out I of did, the I, families in, your, in out of the families in the average church. I don't even want to say your church. How many of them do you think that the the head of the house is representing the house on a Sunday morning? Mm. Under forty percent. Under forty percent. Mm -hmm. And so with under 40% of representation from the source, <laughs> the center of our joy, the protection and the provider of our house, and then we wonder why uh, racism and stuff is running rampant. It has to start with us. We gotta come back to the foundation because without God, That's I mean, it's just, they come to us. As soon as they get in trouble, they want to come to us do community service. As soon as they get in trouble, they want to come to us for counseling. As soon as they get in trouble, and, and but then they're absent. And then let's say when it when it comes to it, because like you said, the narrative piece, and and it's just not about submitting to a man, but let's just be real. When they go to work, they're going to submit to somebody. They are. And 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 so we have to begin to realign this stuff where in our community, it's not a it's not taboo to honor the grace on somebody's life and to collectively come together and honor each other so that we can so that we can unify and strengthen our families. Let me, let me say this too uh -huh. though. I think the main thing is when somebody go down, we need to already be training somebody. Yeah. Cause see when you get forty, you know, we're a little bit over forty now, probably a lot bit over forty. But the thing about it is, I put it like this. King started saying <clears throat> the poor people's movement. They killed King. Malcolm X started talking about bringing everybody together, bringing the white man together too. Megavis started doing stuff. 
First of all, it, it puts a fear in you. I mean, I mean, how they would do and rape the 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 the, the strongest black man in front of everybody when they call it the buck, just to make sure. You know, they do homosexual stuff just to break down and tear down the fabric. Let's just go ahead and keep it one hundred. Yeah, that's what every time a black man stands up, a prophet does not live long. That's why people don't like to be called a prophet. No, you understand? No because they always want to make an example. No, you understand? You look at look at. Let's go to football. Watson said, "You know what?" You ain't you ain't gonna control me. Y'all didn't get this black man opportunity like you said. Then all this stuff come out about the massage stuff. They ain't said nothing about Kraft who got caught openly with stuff out. What? They ain't say nothing about that because anytime a black man begins to stand up, they come kill you. Either they gonna kill you publicly or they kill you physically. And so the thing about it is we have to be ready. So let's not act like we weren't trying to do this. Hell, they'll blow up a whole flipping city. They'll blow up Tulsa, Oklahoma because you doing good by yourself. And so what we got to understand is when you begin to speak truth to power, we got to understand why people are not standing up. They're not standing up because every time they see somebody stand up, they make an example. Look at Kaepernick. He kneels in peace. They don't want him to play no more. You understand? No, yes, I get that. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm not that. trying to make an excuse, but I got to no. play both sides. No, I, I got to bring the smoke because yeah, I'm like, you need to stop. A, here, uh-huh. let me, they let me need to stop. This. Go ahead. Help we, me. We got to go. No, we gotta go nowhere, man. Let, let me let me offer this. He like ticking up this time because he get paid by the hour. No wonder he said that. Oh, no, 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 no. I know you got another hour, I, so you got to have another hour. I'll say this tonight. So with, with you, Max, with, with that raising up the profit. So what we do know is you're right. Black men have been systematically removed from the family, right? But here's where we are now, and this is reality. Seven out of ten of our black kids are raised without a father. Wow. Yeah. Easy. Seven. Seven. Wow. When it's time for them to get married, and this happens to me all the time, couple comes in, the, the wife is frustrated or the girlfriend is frustrated because it, it takes a man to, to raise a man, right? If, if I haven't seen how I'm supposed to do it, because men are visual, yes. where then am I going to go to find out how to do it? Most of our men are going to the streets. And let me just offer this. The other part about why we need to take our rightful place with men is because when they go to jail, the Muslims get to them. All the time. And the Muslims will teach them how to clean themselves up, how to go out on that corner and sell them final calls. Uh Why don't we do that? Well, because... In terms of of offering a pathway for a man to see themselves as a man and and for whatever they didn't see growing up. Well, let me me say this, because the Muslim woman is different. You, You know why I say that? Because in the Christian community, let's just face it, the Muslims, the key of the Muslim is discipline. That's, that's, their, that's where they're getting people. Discipline. They are, they are just about discipline. So what are we about? Well, we're about discipline. Are we? To a regard. I don't believe that. Because, what, no, 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 no. Now here's the deal. We're, we're, we're about verbalized discipline. So, so, so let me ask you this. Uh-huh. How much of our churches focus on discipline and spiritual transformation and growth as opposed to worship 
celebration. And oh praise. no! I mean, do you want it to grow? Don't want it to grow? Yeah. What do you mean? Okay, because d discipline is not what church people come to church for. You're right. Okay, so that, that's then that's the difference. You go to the mosque because I've been. You there, there ain't no guitar in there and stuff. They come to learn. It's a learning environment. It's a teaching environment. It's a black man that's fully respected by black men teaching women who may have not even had a black man in their home how to honor a black man who is respected by black men. And that's why the Muslims are growing because for the first time they breed respect and they breed discipline and they have accountability. And when they fall, they believe in restoration and not limp back gossip. So we could take a page out of their book. We definitely need to take a whole page out of the book. And their women foster discipline amongst each other. So Dwayne Wade would have a problem trying to get uh, I get that off because there's say. not going to be another woman saying it's okay, it's this, it's that, because they're going to go by the Quran. Man, tell there them what you talk about, man. You, you, can't, you can't just leave that blank. Dwayne Wade has a transgender son. He's got a boy yeah, that because of Gabrielle, Reverend, um, he has, you know, she has introduced the indoctrination of Hollywood, which comes from the whole piece of couch casting by which if you want to make it. And we all know this because of Will Smith. Uh, we all know this because of Flip Wilson. We all know this because of Martin. We all know this because of Madea. If you want to go up the fast track in Hollywood, you put on a dress and you you feminize yourself. And for a black man in a dress, that's entertaining to the world for some reason. And um, because of that, they're thinking that, now, now look at this now, this is my thing. If my child misses school, they call me. Doesn't have a choice. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was a time that if your child missed school over a period of time, that the parents were penalized and they were coming looking for you. Yeah. Now, I, my son at seven, eight can choose to be a woman. And if I as a pastor speak against it, then I'm canceled. Now, my job is to uphold the Bible, the golden arches. You see what I'm saying? But if I know that this is going to uh, take off at least a third, and the thing that is about it, now listen the other day, just looking at stats, I think the trans community is, 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 is not even a tenth of our world. I think the gay community is at the most 5%. How do we have at the maximum 5% of the people that's become our government's focus? And our children getting shot down every day is not even being addressed. Because they stick together. They stick together. They stick together. And they organize. And a lot of them white men. So they built the roads out there. And still, women. See? You know what I'm saying? And so you, you look at it, man. It's, it's, and it's like they, they, they take your, why is it a rainbow for this? The rainbow is a covenant of God. Yeah. You know, you continue to take stuff from what God has made a covenant with his people and you make it yours. So it's like 
you don't even want to put your rainbow in church because people might think you represent something else. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that something? Yeah. Or rainbow on a t-shirt. They're like, oh, okay, right. smells like that. Right. Well, exactly. but, but, uh, uh, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, now? right. Oh, now he, now he done broke yeah, his standard. because they don't know the Wait, Bible. Well, well, see, here, here's the deal. <laughs> then you want me to accept you when you don't accept yourself. Well, and, and here's the deal. When it comes to, you know when it comes to this. You was a dude, now you a lady. I'm not, right. I'm not a, I, and, and, and I don't want any of, anyone to, that views this. We're not backpedaling, and we preach the love of God, the, the, the grace of God, and, and respect for all men, whether you're gay, straight, whatever it is. Our job is not to Bible beat or to try to offend anyone. Our job is to uphold the standard of God in love and to say, hey, all of us missed the mark. None of us have the right to change it. Reverend. 100 percent. That's what I'm talking about, man. And and yeah. again, that goes back to um, narratives. Yeah. Yeah. So how are they able, 5 percent of the population able to successfully change laws and get things in place? Because of narratives. And Thank money. you. And money. Well, the, the, look, look at this now. Look at this. You look at our community. You know, by God's grace, I've been able to travel all over the world. Everywhere I go, when I look at, I can see my culture on another race or another body of people. If I take you to China, Japan right now, I'm going to show you somebody with some Yeezys and some gazelles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A female. Mm -hmm. They're swagging harder than some of us. Yeah. I, I just went down to Florida. I had to go down to Florida. <laughs> I went down to Florida. You know, Florida's a melting pot for, yeah. for, for all you know, nationalities. And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, my God, that's hot. You know, that's some stuff I got. They got the ones. But wait a minute. You see, uh, they, see when it comes to the culture and, 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 and biblically the Kushite, when it comes to our culture, you know, we've always set the trend. So if there's anything that Satan wants to do, if he can get us to endorse it, we don't even have to have the money. We have the influence within ourselves. Right. And so now you look at now, uh, if you, if you, if say for instance, anime, we have more, it's, or we'll look at Creed. And we look at what's going on now that they have Michael B. and, and the other brother taking these pictures off. Oh, somehow the photographer wants them to look at each other in the eyes. <laughs> Reverend, I thought I was the only one looking at them. Why they so close? That's what I'm saying, man. Now this brother finally, this is, this, this is, this is the right. expense yes. of his ability to produce this. Right. Where, watch this, okay, this is the trade-off. We've been trading for years, crazy, man. man. We've been trading for years, Swan. Yeah. I'll let you come from under Rocky mm -hmm. if I can make you a... Mm -hmm. Reverend, I got you. See how it look at me because they want to pass me the controversial stuff. <laughs> so I, you know what I'm saying? Dude, you on the show. Don't put it in me. You know what I'm saying? I say enough stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. I, you did that I, two I, times. I, I you tried to no. give me Gabriel and you get looked at me like, no, you say no, it. You no, I, I just. Say I what just, you feel. No. Say I, it with your chest. This no, nigga, no, I, no. Say it with your no, chest. I, I just feel. <laughs> You, you cut me off. This this is my thing. He cut me off on the other you guy. Stop, no, he, no, no, you stop, dog. Walk it out there. Walk it out. I mean so 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 let's look at Essence magazine. The brother. The brother got in tip top shape. I mean, this brother has had great roles. Yeah. I mean, and what what we'll do, 
the you know in in the, in the systemic destruction of our masculinity what they'll do they'll give us a role and see how we'll do that it's going to be a role that portrays a strong because we got to build you up before we take you down Reverend. because you're not our target your audience is exactly and so then we'll give you another role make you look a little stronger and then we'll give you a role where hey let's placate to this where we'll give you the role of being the pilot and we'll bring in all the conglomerates of you being a hero and a vet and now the next one we're going to make you the strong man we're going we're gonna to put you the best trainers on the best growth hormone and put you out there, get you jacked to feminize you. Mm. Dude, it's crazy because you look at the dude on power. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What's his name? Somebody help me out. I don't know. On power, man. It ain't Lucius. Nah, it ain't Lucius. <laughs> power, uh, Omar. Anyway, man, the dude, they wanted him to kiss a dude. Uh -huh. So he said no, and so that's why they killed him off. Oh, they'll kill you. They, they so, killed him so off because go. he would not. Here he you go. Not, here, let me see. If that's Omar, Omar, Amari Hardwick. Yeah, Amari yeah. Hardwick. They oh, ghost. Right, ghost. Yeah, right, nigga. It's, it's, it's not like you just Christian, Christian. You knew what I was talking about the first time. You <laughs> know, <laughs> you know what show that is. They want to say Cut something. Cut that idiot <laughs> out of there, please. <laughs> oh, man. They want to say something. So anyway, so they wanted him to kiss a dude. So then when he didn't. When the black lady got mad, it was just over the show, they killed him off. That's why I love Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. He, to live away for 10 years. I, 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 I love Dave because he, he, he wouldn't allow them to do that. That he's not going to sambo. That he, he, he's going to be very thought-provoking. And he's going to address the scenario and the situation. And uh, he, he's going to cause you to see the other side of, of how... Really, Satan has been manipulating entertainment holistically. Of I just course. won't even say the African American man, entertainment holistically. And um, while we know Trump and his rhetoric, we understand that. Everyone, I, I am not Trump's advisor, all right? But, and we know his racial antics. We cannot overlook that sometimes some of the things that he says need to be addressed. When it comes to our communities, when it comes to our school systems, my thing is, as African Americans, if we don't like him, we need to address these situations ourselves. If you tell me something is wrong with me, my objective is to change it. Right. Because this is the last time you're going to say that. Mm. Not I'm mad because you said it, because if I am, in, if I disagree with you holistically about your stance concerning uh, the Proud Boys and all of that, I got to make sure that I tighten up my line. That I that I can't be so loose that when you come in, I'm a, I'm going to destroy your narrative concerning African Americans by making certain that we make the adjustments to to do away with it. Well, two two yeah, points. I said we go back to you. Yeah. Um, one is people don't like the antics of Trump, mm -hmm. but they loved his policies. There you go. Which is why he got so many votes. What you really gotta check out is Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. same thing. He's the governor of Florida. Mm -hmm. Yes. He is following all of the policies mm -hmm. that Trump mm -hmm. put in place. Mm -hmm. He just ain't as crazy as Trump, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And ain't nobody saying a lot about him, but he's the one that's in Florida banning African-American books. Mm. He's banning 
all these other issues because he doesn't want people to have the freedom to read about the history of our country mm. under the guise of CRT. Right. And so, you know, what we often do is we fall for the crazy. There we go. But you're not understanding that somebody else is it's the policy yeah. right, <laughs> that you have to pay attention yeah. to. Yeah. And and who he elected as judges and, and all the stuff that we're now seeing as a result of what he did when he was in office, the policies that were made. We get so hung up on what he said. Mm -hmm. But now you got somebody that's quietly coming in. Quiet. Who's running, who's going to run for president. Sniper. Right? Mm -hmm. Who's not going to have the antics that he had, mm -hmm. but sure do had a policy. Right. Yeah. He not, he not, neither one of them crazy. It's just one more vocal than the other. Exactly. Now him, you're right. He, and then he what? He Hispanic or something? Who, DeSantis? DeSantis. He white. I think he like, but he so they gonna get them those votes too because they conservative. You know, what I'm he saying? was a Trump supporter, right? Yeah, and mm -hmm. and now he saw a pathway for him to become president. Yeah, and the party is like nobody has objected to any of his policies; they only objected to his antics, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so that's what you got to pay attention to in this next cycle. All the stuff that DeSantis is doing in Florida. He's getting support for. So when you talk about us standing up, why isn't the African-American community in Florida saying, no, nah, you ain't going to ban our books, right? Because what happens to us, and I hate to say this, we are the most forgiving people on the planet. Well, there you have it, except for when it comes to each other. Each other. Hold up. When people Hold do up. stuff to us. Oh, yeah, we, we forgive are the most forgiving folks yeah, but, on the planet. But man. let one of us do something. Right. But, but see, what we need to do is pay attention to what the Jews do in the LGBTQIA yeah. community. Yeah. You come yeah. at us, we cut your money. Yeah. It, that's period. what the Jews do. Out. You come at us, that's it. What we do, you come at us, we'll still, we'll still buy your stuff. Man. We'll still support you. Mm. So why is there any repercussion None. for them to do anything for us? Uh, we still give yes, them our money. That's what King said. You don't want us on the front of the bus, we just won't ride the bus. That, that's yeah, what I love you, about you what they're them. doing in Ghana now. Yeah. Because we just sent Kamala over there. For some reason, we're interested in them um, promoting gay rights. Now, we weren't interested in all the calamity. We weren't interested in all the injustice. We took advantage of the diamonds, the gold, and the pearls. But now we want to come in and invoke gay rights in Africa, where the president said, listen, you know, people's business is their business. We, we, we understand that what we don't want to do is to give our children, make it a part of our education system. Right. Well, America came back and says, if you don't do that, we're going to start cutting funding. And we're going to make certain that we don't do business the way we used to do business. Now, the flip side of that is this. And, and, I, and, and, and this is Satan to the core. They just said, we don't want to do that. Because we don't want to do business with Russia. We don't want to do business with, 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 with these other people in China. But they noted something, and I love the fact that they call America out on this. They said, America needs to stop being a coward because you didn't do this with Russia. And you have not done this with Iraq, who punished their people by death. Right. Why are you picking on us? Because the black man has always been the standard and the scapegoat. They don't care. They don't want gay rights. They want, they want to destroy our image. Because 
Once Africa falls for it, you'll see it go everywhere because we understand it. We set the trends. We do set the trends. Don't ever forget that. We set the trends. White people got dreads, dude. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> dreads, dude. Chinese people dancing to Lil Wayne. They know the stuff. I mean, they, I don't know. They know it. Well, rappers didn't, aren't millionaires because of black people. Let's just be honest. Yeah, let's just be honest. Uh, we bootleg. You, you look at the concerts. You know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that's down. Yeah. We're going to see these. We're going to burn it. Yeah, and burn, we gonna give burn, it to burn. somebody else. Yeah, that's we don't, it. We don't buy a product. No. That's not what we do. Uh-uh. So they come into our culture, yes. They look at what we do, yes. They mimic what we do. Isn't that what Satan does? Exactly. That, no, that was love about God. That, ladies and God. gentlemen, he just said it all. Well, what, I, what else can we say? In that God, that's the strategy. Do and that's what I love about God. Remember when Daniel, man, when they started touching the silver, yeah, yeah, they started touching the dishes of God, and yeah. the writing went on the wall. Yeah. And they asked Daniel what it meant. Like God, been to deal with you because you touching His stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of times, what we need to understand is God is not nice all the time. God go to war, and I think a lot of times we, like you said, you look at the Jews. If you do this, we cutting this off. You look at the gays and the transgender, whatever. You do this, we cutting this off. But like you said, we need to continue to, we got to learn how to hit people economically and hold back. We I, had I, on I, one game when Kaepernick kneeled down. We didn't watch the game. We didn't watch football for one week. No, no. <laughs> we, were right back, we were right back to right support the NFL. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? One game, right? That's but it. One, one thing about them, too, I think it's, 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 it's worth noting. When they cut us off, they cut us off. If we say we're going to stop doing that with them, then they can come right on in our circle anyway and do whatever. And and and, but when when they have their meetings, we're not invited. But let me let me let me gently push back on that. Yeah, come on, hard. Right. Do you know that African Americans in this country have within their grasp over a trillion dollars a year? Yeah. Do you understand that if African Americans in this country were a nation? Mm-hmm. We would be the thirteenth largest nation, wealthiest nation in the country. Easy, us. Yeah, right. So let me ask you this: If we got a trillion dollars in our possession, where are the black-owned banks? Where are the black hospitals? Where are the black schools? The truth is, if we took care of our own, we wouldn't have to rely and, no. play, and play the game no. to have to get into their world. No, and no. and to suggest that. Um, we do is wrong. There but you go. We have not learned the power from Willie Lynch all the way down to trust each other, mm-hmm. Man. especially with our money. Yeah. See, that's what I love about Pastor McCaleb back in Atlanta. He rest his soul. He started Black Bank. As soon as he died, it, it kind of went away. He started a Black Credit Union between six or seven different black churches. Because here's the seed that's been planted. Yeah. If there's a black doctor, you can't trust them. Definitely. If there's a black lawyer, you can't trust them. Oh, no way. Dude, right? that's what you you really can trust somebody trust. else before you can trust them. When I had therapy for my shoulder, they sent me to a black lady. When I had rotator cuff surgery, got done quick. What is my thing? If you black and you there, you definitely qualify because they ain't letting you get there if you ain't better <laughs> than everybody else. I'm that's a fact. And, and then they sent me this last time they asked me who I wanted to go to. I said, I want to go to the black lady I went to the last time. Right. They sent me who they wanted. They sent me to a whole bunch of young, you know, white people that got interns, and then it took me the whole time to get my knee straight. Correct. It still ain't straight. Correct. I had to hold off on something because I used all because the way that she did it, 
you know, hey, you know, take your pain pill right before you come. I can stretch it more, so I asked them, hey, do I do that? They said, no, you might hurt yourself. Then I go to the doctor, because I, I didn't go to the doctor for eight weeks. Follow up, hey, they say I could hurt myself stressing it too much, so this is where I'm at. He said, what? You can't hurt yourself stressing this out, so why you send me there? You sent me there because a lot of times when you have people that's not black, they may not be qualified, but they tolerate you more. Correct. If you black, let me tell you this, if you see a black lawyer, trust them. Because they ain't got their job by being the worst. Right? No question about it. <laughs> they so, ain't got it. They're the best of the best. So we, we want to talk about, <laughs> in that regard, we want to talk about, you know, we always hear this story about more black men in prison and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But what we don't hear is that there are more black people that are graduating from college than ever before. Yeah. We have more black people who are doctors than ever before. Yeah. Than the history of our country. Yeah. So the question then becomes, what do we have to show for it? Now, there are disparities. Now, I'm not knocking the fact that there are disparities that keep wealth out of our community. There's no question about that. But let me ask you all a question. And we're going to be honest here. When you go into a black community, black people will support the Asian that come into the community to do the nails. Yeah. More than a black person setting up the same shop, doing the same thing. That is so That's true. the part we don't want to talk about. That, a lot that, of them get interest-free loan. They don't give us an interest-free loan. Right. Well, just throwing it out there. But, but the point is, again, if 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 we are going to make it, we got to figure out a way to to pool our resources. And we got to stop. We don't trust each other. But we got to stop filing for it. So Jamal, first of all, you definitely got to watch the episode we had with uh, McKissick because he talked about how he doing schools and he in Florida and he definitely is going against the, the governor right now. So definitely got to watch that episode. But Jamal said something, Dr. Jamal Bryant, he was on here. I said, man, what happened to the preachers? I used to love that show with him, with Jamal Bryant, Dewey. E. Dewey Smith, uh -huh. and John Gray. He said the reason why they broke it up, they were trying to get them to do it individually, but they wouldn't leave. The reason why they broke it up, the ratings were high and they were still high. It's just they didn't want three black people at the same time. They wanted one. And it's funny how if Chris Rock had a special on HBO, they can't put Dave Chappelle in their mind. Right. If, 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 if Kevin Hart got a special on Netflix, they can't give it to Marlon Wayans. Because in their mind, it's supposed to be one at a time. Right. So that's what they do because they only want to promote one or two at a time. No question. Because at the end of the day, they don't want to empower. A if, if a brother no be overtaken with a fault, you know, those that are in standing with God restore the brother. So if three of us are here, one of us fall, two of us can keep going and we can restore and reintroduce you. But if they want to pluck one of us off, then they can cancel the narrative or or the, the, the agenda that God has given us to go forward. And so that's the big thing. That's control. Because if John falls, then Jamal and Dewey can keep it going. Dewey, then Jamal and John can keep it going. Right. But just by having one person up there, and even if they just want to say, hey, we're done with that, then, you know, it's an easy target. Yeah. And there's powers in number, three-fold core. That's crazy. Three-fold core. But uh, like you said, it's, 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 it's our time. Beautiful family. You have beautiful family. The Swan household, you know, and represents, you know, why aren't we taught, not say I want to be Pastor Swan, 
But why'd I have to be that, bro, man, you know, or whatever. Why can't I say, man, let me model that? I don't want to do exactly like Swan does, but let me model that. Let, let's, why if your house is in a community? And why if, if other people are in associated with the ministry? Why aren't we saying it's okay to pattern some of the things and connect with this brother, connect our families? We don't connect anymore. We, we, well, social distances has taken place with us a long time ago because the only people that know how to gather are sinners. Church people gather in church, but we don't know how to function outside of church. And so, you know, it, the elders, they visited each other. They did. They, 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 they had um, tribe. The church was a tribe. We come tribal. And there was love there. We knew how to deal with things. I remember back in the day, if a brother had a, a trouble or a whatever, a vice or whatever, you know, some of the deacons in there, why they come to the house and, and, you know, just be like a normal thing. And before you know it, they might say, look, man, we want to pray for you. And it would be sincere. No, no, nobody trying to, you know, right now with social media, everybody want to expose. When's the church? When, when have we made Larry Reed our go-to prophet? Wow. Correct. I mean, what are we doing? What type of combination is this? When the church is supposed to be, and, and I don't want to say in a good way, discreet, where we're covering each other and loving each other. But what we're doing is exploiting each other. And we're thinking that's the new thing. And, and, and we're doing it for ratings. We're doing it, you know what I mean? And, and then, what, well, his members can come to my place now. I mean, what type of thing is this? When, in, in days where church was holistic, people would do whatever it took to restore them. Because right now, if, 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 if you were to go to someone, if you don't have your heart right, nobody can receive correction from you. Correct. You see what I'm saying? And when we do it as a body, all of us come together and say, look, man, we want to pray for you. You, you know, we just believe in you to get over this or whatever the case may be or to bounce back. Family, and that's the big thing now, family. Because a lot of times churches used to be built a family. You know, you have four families, four major families in churches. Now churches are conglomerates of people oftentimes. And when they leave Sunday, they don't even see each other. Anymore. Correct. And, and that's what. That, that right there is what I said, what would cause people to want to come to church now when I can sit at home and I can watch whoever I want. Yeah, and I don't have it a sense is, of family if I come. It is. It, it is that. That's the only thing that's left. It's a yeah. sense of community. Yes. It's, it's the community that brings us back, right? And my family may not look like yours, mm -hmm. and it may not look like yours, but I still can feel some sense of a family. Right? Yes. And, and let me tie that into finances. In the Jewish community, a dollar stays in the Jewish community three weeks. In the black community, a dollar stays in our community three hours. Three hours, three hours at max. Yeah, three hours. Yeah. At max. Keep recycling. That's the difference. At max. That's, at max. That's the difference. I'm, I'm afraid. That's the difference, man. So you know, if, if a Jew going to find a Jewish lawyer, I'm going to find a Jewish banker, I'm going to find somebody that's like me that I'm going to give my money to. Yes. We go outside of our community to find solutions for our same issues, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and that mindset is what is causing a lot of the challenges that we're facing. Well, it's, it's still the same thing. We sick, we sick, sir? Yeah. We sick? Now, but with, with us, you sick. That dude's sick. But it's still the same concept. We sick, Massel? We happy today. But <laughs> so, so our people need, so they need to, they need to see a different narrative. Yes. And a different model. Yes. Now let me offer this. 
all of us know here that a lot of ch reasons why pastors don't always come together is because of shine and who will make the money and who mm -hmm. will do all this. Mm -hmm. So what if the narrative now was three pastors could come together to do something in the community, don't nobody care who does it, like you did for the prayer. Mm -hmm. That right there is the image that needs to be shared. Which God has already been saying we need to do more. Don't, don't nobody care who get the credit. Don't nobody care who get the credit, because he, here's, here's the deal. Matt's going to take the credit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He's going to come back no, around no. to him. He's going to come back to him. Somehow. Somehow. He's going to come back. Yeah. yeah. He My home could be in front of the camera, but old Casey yeah. going to come. Yeah. Woo. We did it, baby. <laughs> no, no, that's my dog. But anyway. <laughs> No, no, but for real. No, but, but for real. Definitely keeping Hercules in there. Da, da. <laughs> go ahead. This dude. I, I'm going to let it go because I got to go. Because I'm going to be chilling. I yeah. literally got to teach tonight. Yeah, I, yeah, I got to go but, too. But I cannot leave. I'm trying to be with, mad at me. But, but, but without us saying. <laughs> Ain't he something I like, paid you so I can have a day off. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't he a trip, man? He's talking about money again. See, the yeah, yeah, you said that it's money. It's that money. It's staying in. 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 I said one Sunday I saw him. But anyway, um, hey, he ain't even called me. Called me. Uh, Duplantis. Um, good God. See, why people I'm not racist. I deal with everybody. Yes, he does. Yes, you do. Yeah. But but uh, but uh, you you off the chain, man. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm hungry though. We gotta wrap this up in a minute. Go ahead. We wrapping it up. I'm hungry. Praying for Chicago. Praying for Chicago with all those teens. That was an implant. That was an implant in our community. That was a satanic suggestion. That didn't come from us. Didn't even come from our community. Help me, man. Cause I'm lost. You know, you didn't hear about Chicago. The teens looted the streets. Uh, Tore not... everything up. Yes, man. Wow. This acting crazy, rioting, looting. They call like a teen day off. You know, in school, we used to have a, yeah, a skip, skip day, day uh, see a skip day or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Did, did you see it? That's I heard what? about it. I didn't see it. it. Oh, man. It has been, I mean, thousands of teenagers in Chicago all went. And, and, and it, well, here it is. I know that most of them didn't know what they were getting into. But what they got into is, of course, now because a satanic suggestion that didn't even come from our community. It caused people to get shot. You know what I mean? Vandalization. And, and they thought it was going to be a Chicago skip day. But Satan had another plan. The whole city. The whole city. I mean, thousands of kids. Wow. I mean, they were stopping traffic. Wow. And if, you know, they were kicking cars, bashing cars in. Uh, you know, uh, it was horrific. And, and then it makes it look like we don't have no home training. Right. And it wasn't even our suggestion. You see what I'm saying? It's a satanic implant. That's all it has to do. It's all it has to do is get started. Why don't you do this? Why don't you throw the rock? And then when we gather, who's going to be on the film? And, and one thing um, that I like that the, uh, the, the, one that's, the guy that's running for mayor, he says, let's, let's, let's not you know, just stereotype our children. And let's not make African-American children in Chicago look like this is what they represent. And um, that's what America has done as a whole when it comes to things like this. 
they'll put the, the capital when they rated that as something light hearted. Um, but then when they do things of this nature, you know, here we coming with the National Guard when we could have, you know, policed things on a lower level and installed, let's just face it, the word of God, that's all it comes back to, man. Um, in, in our homes and in our communities and, um, and, and I'll, I'll end with this so I can go get my crab cake. Yeah, we want pastors to do some stuff. I am not your daddy. I'm not your husband. I'm your pastor. And we have to have families that will come in and say, Pastor, what will we do? Not, Pastor, what are you going to do? Correct. Uh-huh. Man, you know what? Because first of all, we were going to talk about real estate, but then Pastor Swan brought the issue up with the the the, the young boy that got shot at the at the, 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 the going to the house. So, man, just just give us a, a ending word, man. If you want to sum it up or whatever you want to end this this podcast with, man, your word of wisdom. This has been great. Wide ranging cop- topics of discussion. And, uh, you know, listen, at the end of the day, we as faith leaders, all of this comes in our lap. Yeah. Yes. But but the reality is, is that um, one of the things that we have to do is to look at, again, the narratives. I'm going to end with that. Mm-hmm. There's a narrative and an agenda that's being pushed on us, but that's not one that we have to accept. And it's up to us to change and redefine what we want people to think of us. Now, they're going to do what they're going to do. But we also got to do what we got to do and how we treat each other as well, man. And that starts even in the church with how we want to present our God and our people and how we want to connect with each other. You know as well as I do, y'all, we see so much brokenness in our churches. Um, and, and we have to find a way to heal that and then also give people an opportunity to, to see that there is family, there's, yeah. there's models yeah. in the church. And the church don't have to be ripped apart by a generation. There's, there's McDonald's. There's enough for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that we can find a way. So appreciate you allowing me to be on, man. Man, I like what you just said. When you said McDonald's, you gonna, when you see McDonald's, you're going to see Arby's. You're going to see Burger King. You understand? You're going to see sometimes maybe even Chick-fil-A. But one thing they understand is even though they're in competition, they help each other. They do. Because everybody don't want McDonald's every day. They might want Wendy's the next day. You understand? So a lot of times what we need to understand is black people, church people, leadership is you going to reach who you going to reach. Correct. I'm going to reach who I'm going to reach. You going to reach who you going to reach. And so we can work together and still continue to rise individually. Correct. And that's what people need to understand. So when one time I went to um, McDonald's and they gave me Burger King ketchup. Like, man, why y'all give me? They said, oh, man, you know. We ran out of ketchup. Like one time they ran out of ketchup, we took them to ketchup. So sometimes we trade stuff. So they out there still giving out each other stuff because they know they needed it to survive. Correct. And a lot of time we need to understand is we need each other to survive. One can set a thousand flight, two can set ten thousand. It's easier for you to rise up when you got other people helping you. And churches are like restaurants. Yes. We all got different tastes. Yes. Right? And if I am comfortable in my style of restaurant. I ain't got to hate on yours. Right, exactly. Right? Exactly. Because I might be Italian. Right. You might be a steak place. Mm-hmm. You Rastafari. Oh, you Rastafari. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Who is he talking about the plantain <laughs> in the beef party? <laughs> Jerk chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? You, you might be Applebee's, right? Yeah. Fried exactly. chicken. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. Everybody got different tastes, man. Everybody yeah, definitely. Taste. And definitely. there's enough sin out here for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. definitely. Everybody got different tastes, so we're going to end with this. Be your authentic self. Yeah. So you yourself, God would draw people, the people that you need to influence, that's who God would send your way. Anyway, thank y'all, man. Bring the smoke. is over. We about to eat. Hey everybody, how you doing? This book is a book I believe everyone should buy. Not just because I wrote it, but because this book was birthed out of pain. And you learn so much during those painful moments. This is called Leadership Growth, The Power and the Pain. You can't have the power unless you've been through the pain. Bishop Morton wrote the foreword. It's been endorsed as well by our former governor, uh, Terry McAuliffe, and by our Newport News Sheriff, Sheriff Gabriel Morgan, I promise you this book will bless you. Please get it, not just for me, but to bless you. Go to willamaxwell.org or click on the links below and I promise you this book will bless you. If you don't just buy it for yourself, buy it for someone else. It's a short read, but it's a powerful read. I've been getting testimonies all across the country and I promise you it will bless your life.